podcast where Jory and I talk about Disney Channel original movies, uh, mostly so that you don't have to watch them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a week since you heard our voices, but it's yes. only been mere seconds for us. Yes. We're back again. Yes. Still yeah, feeling I... kind of punch drunk from watching two of these at one time. Right. And I will give the disclaimer. If I say something that was a plot point in Dad Nap this week, I'm sorry. If I forget something big from Bad Hair Day, I'm not that sorry. It was pretty boring. Honestly, <laughs> so I boring. An hour break in the middle of it. Yeah, we did. We had to. We absolutely had to take an hour break. It's so boring. It's so oh boring. man. Every other movie we've watched has just been bad, mm-hmm. but like bad in a different way. Like this one is just a movie, but not in a way that is at all entertaining. Right, because I feel like before, like these ones that we've been building up to, they've been poorly written, they've mm-hmm. been poorly acted. This yes. one had slightly better writing and slightly better actors. It just like it was slow. Like it didn't. I I didn't care what happened at the end. I, I did could not have cared less. No, I kind of was rooting for the bad guy to to win. Yeah, just to yeah have something different happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. So do you want to do you want to do the plot in this one since I did? Yeah, the that's totally fine with me. Uh, so you've got a, a high schooler who's a senior um, who's the main character. And she it's it's the day of her prom. And uh, it's always fucking prom. <laughs> <laughs> always. Yes. Uh, but not only is it the day of her prom, she wakes up and she has done something to her hair that apparently she has never done at any other point in her life. And she has basically just ruined her hair. Mm-hmm. Is that, I don't know enough about hair. It seems like what she's done cannot be undone. I'm going to cut in already. Yeah. It was completely ridiculous. She did a bunch of hairstyles the night before, which I think you can get into the surveying her friends thing later. Yeah. And she left a bunch of products in her hair. And Apparently that killed her hair. I have fallen asleep with the most insane stuff in my hair. All you gotta do is put conditioner in it. Just like wash your hair. It's not that yeah. big. Unless she does not. Cool. She doesn't do that. Uh, so yeah, she polls all her friends about what she should do for every action that she should take. Uh, and that led her down this path to uh, destroying her hair and destroying her prom dress, which was made of plastic that she then steamed and it melted uh, and then she destroyed her shoes. So mm-hmm. she's got nothing and she's panicking. And also today's the, the, the DMV calls and it's like, you can only take your driver's license test today or in eight months. And so she's panicking about that. And uh, her dad is a single parent who's very supportive. Mm-hmm. he's very supportive he seems like a great guy but he goes to work as a nurse uh and given what we pay nurses in this country i'm very impressed that they own that home oh yeah oh yeah that house is really nice yeah just quick comment about how nurses are underpaid and we should pay nurses more definitely pay nurses more they deserve it yes they absolutely do uh so continuing with this this film uh, she then, uh, somebody, oh, her dad reminds her that today's the day she has to choose 
between whether she's going to go to state just or whether she's just state or state whether she's going to go to whether she's going to go to MIT. <laughs> so she can choose between state or MIT. And this is like a big choice for her uh, because all of her friends are going to state. Yes. But also MIT. Uh, so then a pretend FBI agent knocks on the door and uh, tries to get her to give the FBI agent a necklace that she bought at a pawn shop mm-hmm. that you said at the time, and I was convinced you were right, was her mom's necklace. Thought, yeah. it, was a, thought it was a dead mom scenario. It's not a dead mom scenario. Uh, and she does not do it uh, because she decides she can use the FBI, the fake FBI agent who's a private detective, I guess, mm-hmm. kind of, to get her to go on like a day trip where they do a bunch of stuff. And at no point, basically the next hour of the movie is just them driving around in circles and nothing happens. I feel, yeah. Also, I feel like the worst part is the dad offered to take the day off for her. He did. Let him. Just let your dad, I mean, you only get your driver's license and go to prom all in one day, one yes. time in your life. Just let yep. your dad take the day off. There are enough nurses. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's one day. He, you know, he has probably collectively bargained for sick days that he can use. And maybe he wants to use one today to help you out. Um, so they go and she fails her driver's test and she misses her hair appointment by three minutes and you know the they i don't know just so much oh yeah you're so right i totally forgot she catches her boyfriend uh cheating on her with her rival Mm -hmm. in the prom queen race which she has live polling for yes she does somehow yeah she has live polling for uh and then the jewel thief who originally stole this necklace, this necklace is stolen, uh, comes back and tries to get the necklace again. And all of this might, well, bits of this might sound exciting, but none of it is. No. Absolutely none of it is. Mm-mm. And uh, her dad gets kidnapped yeah. by the jewel thief. Yeah. Her dad gets dadnapped. Her, yeah, that's two, two dad kidnappings in a row. We're, our ratio of dad nappings to films today is three to two it's pretty crazy yeah really that's a lot that's, that's a lot of dad nappings watch I, your back dads i feel like adam forgets how this movie happened even though I absolutely it do. Ago. it's uh, so it's just so much nonsense it, it is but the progression does matter how it happened okay. so they start them all yes and they're at the mall, and she gets. She, they don't make it to her hair appointment. Then, they the police officer accidentally steals a pair of five hundred dollars sunglasses, but she doesn't get like arrested for that because the the security officer like lets her go. Because then that's when you realize that she is <laughs> a disgraced police <laughs> <laughs> officer. Yes, she is. She's a disgraced police officer. Disgraced lieutenant police officer. <laughs> Yes. No, no one's getting that joke except me and you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. And, and <laughs> disgrace, nuclear physicist. Uh, and um, <laughs> then that's when they catch her boyfriend cheating on her because they go to the food yes. court. And yeah, he's doing that way too publicly, by oh, the way. 
Oh my god. Because especially since he knows that it's prom day and like there's a good chance she's gonna show up. He knows that she has a hair appointment there, probably. Right. And you find out that he's cheating, and then the disgraced lieutenant police officer pretends like she's a mall security guard and she gets arrested for impersonating mall <laughs> security. <laughs> she has to go to the police station and then yes. they, uh, they oh my god, it's exhausting. The whole plot <laughs> is exhausting. Because after the police station, then they go to the driver's test and mm -hmm. that's when the bad the jewel thief is yes. chasing them during her driver's test. So she fails her driver's test. Then the car gets towed after yeah. Driver says they have to go get the towed car. They have yes. to, and she realizes she doesn't have the necklace on her because her and her friend accidentally oh, you're so right. eyeshadow palettes. So they have to go find the girl's friend, mm -hmm. get her eyeshadow palette, find the $7 million necklace. Yep. You kind of find out throughout all of this that the police officer is disgraced because she lost a $7 million necklace from a jewelry, like, convention thing yeah exhibit exhibit and she she got like it, she didn't even get fired for losing it she got fired because she got so like hyper focused on it that she yes. went to her job they were like yes. you lost it like so she's just trying to get this back and she but her you find out her mom's the chief there's so many like intricate things that are going on that all feel like they're kind of pertinent to the plot but the way you described it, it it's just like it's an entire movie of filler it is it really yeah. is yeah it's it's just like an episode of a tv show where they had to kill half an hour because they didn't have anything to do and nothing that happens in this advances the plot at all no and they just keep but but behind all of that the writing and the acting is better than it was in the other yes. movie, like we said absolutely the writing is more cohesive it makes yes. sense there's like mm -hmm throwbacks to like i'm gonna put quotes around jokes i don't think i ever i, I kind of laughed at some of, honestly like there were some things that i like breathed air out of my nose kind of fast like when they said it mm -hmm. like when they asked her who the woman with her was and she said it was her aunt who was colorblind and then the right. the police officer keeps making references back like well i couldn't see that because i'm colorblind like there are like it makes more sense but it just it was so bad like there was no substance yes it's yeah, it's very, very boring, but yeah. also it is more competently done than any other Disney Channel original movie we've seen so far. Mm -hmm. And yes. now the the girl, so the person, the girl who it's her prom day, she was in Disney shows. She's in a show that Adam definitely doesn't know called Austin and Allie. Nope, never heard uh, of it. Well, I think I heard of it. I just I've never seen it. Yeah, that was on when Peyton was like in elementary school. and. I don't know what she does now, but like they definitely pulled her. the The woman who plays the police officer, she is the mom on the show Good Luck Charlie. But she was also an actress before. She acted on sitcoms. I remember pretty vividly that she was in Will and Grace as like a reoccurring role. So Ellen. What? She played Ellen. Yeah. Are you looking her up right now, or do you remember? Yeah. I mean, I've never seen Will and Grace, but yeah, I remember. Yeah. But yeah, she was in like some like not necessarily great shows, but like she's some, been in some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Not sitcoms and she's stuff. competent. Right, she's not the worst actress. Now, her personal beliefs are questionable. She is yeah. an anti-vaxer, so we're not going to like sit here and you know shower her. Yeah, but, sure. 
But yeah, it was yeah. just interesting. It's all fine. Everything about it's fine, except that it's bad. It's like, <laughs> it's as competently put together. It's, it, it is the peak of what this script could have been. Right. Which is still bad. Correct. Some of the worst wigs you'll ever see. Oh my God, the wigs are so, and like that poor woman, you could tell she, the, the one who plays the police officer, you mm-hmm. could tell she did a number on her eyebrows in the nineties because yeah. those eyebrows are just drawn on her face. She doesn't have eyebrows. <laughs> like uh. I, I was pretty amazed by that. Um, we never got to the ending. Basically it ends, they go to prom, they all go to prom because they let the girl wear the $7 million necklace to prom. Yeah, and they they go to prom with seven or eight cop cars, and like the police are specifically watching this, you know, this necklace the entire night, and nothing says a bunch of teenagers having fun at prom like the entire police station being there, just watching you, just watching you, mm-hmm. and then she gets elected prom queen yeah. and announces in front of all of her friends that. She won't be seeing them next year because she's going to MIT. I'm going to MIT. All of you are going to steak and suck yeah. it. <laughs> it's a massive FU just shouted from the podium. Also, she had she had to cut all of her hair off. Oh yeah, she had to cut all her hair off. Yeah, mm-hmm. it couldn't be salvaged. Mm-mm, which is ridiculous because it absolutely could have been salvaged. It's weird that they cut her hair into another terrible wig. <laughs> it was so bad too because, like, you could tell that she was a person with pretty long hair. Yeah. So, like, the whole back of her wig is <laughs> yes. like it just poops out. Yeah, where they tried to cram all of her hair. Yes. Ugh. But it's, yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, it, again, this is as good as this could be. I have a fun fact for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee, Ann ba- Lee Allen Baker, Allen, Lee Allen Baker, who played the cop, yes. said she executive produced this too. And she said she wanted to executive produce because she wanted to see what it was like to build and fulfill a vision from the ground up. And since this was Disney Channel's first movie with an adult lead, she wanted that role to be protected and wanted the movie to have her creative stamp on it. This is not Disney Channel's first movie with an adult lead. We've already watched the freaking dog one. Right. And I'm sure there are more. And, I mean, I guess it depends on what you call a lead. Like, I would almost say that the dad in Dadnapped was a male lead. He was yeah. very much, like, the main male character in that movie. Yeah, I wouldn't call any of the other people in that. Like Emily Osment was obviously the female lead, and she was a kid. But mm-hmm. I would say the dad was the male lead in that. I think there are definitely. Yeah, I think she's just wrong. I think she's also, wrong. I think if there was if if this movie was getting nominated for Academy Awards, uh, she would be up for Best Supporting Actress. Yeah, I was just gonna say it doesn't feel like that. If, uh, what's her is her name Laura Moreno. Who cares? The main character? Yeah, the main the- character's name is... Yeah, it is Laura Moreno. Mm-hmm. Uh, no disrespect well, to Laura Moreno. This movie's bad. Uh, Laura Moreno would definitely be nominated. Like it, Again, if it was nominated for... This movie? In the alternate reality where this is nominated for Academy Awards, by the way, Laura Moreno has moved on to being in Netflix movies. Uh, yeah. 
again, logical progression, you know, that's fine. Cash those checks. Yeah, I, Laura Moreno is the lead. Um, the the cop, everything about the cop's story is the B-plot anyway. Right, it's not, so she, I think she's just making stuff up. Like, she just wanted to make it seem like <laughs> me as the lead yes. of the children. Yeah. This is my movie. Everybody come watch my movie. Laura Moreno apparently liked that her character uh, embodied contrasting high school cliches. A prom queen nominee who likes beauty and fashion and is popular, and a computer whiz who has a nerdy tech obsession. Has Laura Moreno... Is it, it, it looks like I don't it know. Laura Moreno. I don't Couldn't know. Couldn't tell. I don't Either know. Either way, um, she watched any of these movies? <laughs> They're all that. They want to be. They're, They're all that. They're literally, like, half of them are about girls. How many, honest to God, I mean, Radio Rebel. Yes. Geek Charming. Yes. This one? Mm-hmm. Is, is it just those three so far? But we've only watched. So far, we're, like, six in? Yeah. So half of the movies have been about a prom queen or, like, a blossom queen or whatever. Like, it's yeah. some sort of I, yeah. fake title that doesn't matter once you turn 20 years old. Sure. And. They're all like they all have that same thing, like radio. It's the exact Rebel. same thing. It's the exact same. Now, Radio Rebel would have come out no before this. Radio Rebel, mm. two years before this. This, this came out, out, yeah, 2015. So yeah, Radio Rebel was before this. Yeah, Radio Rebel was before this. Geek Charming was before this. I feel like probably yeah. So and those, I mean, and it's not like oh, it was before like 10 years ago. Yeah. It was like two years before, and she's like. I'm just happy that I'm playing a different character, not something that they've done twice in the last five years. <laughs> <laughs> does, Disney, does Disney have a problem with all of their uh, female leads are like, look at me being different. I'm smart and pretty. I'm not like the other girls. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's is, a very... is that a problem? Cause yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's getting ridiculous how often this happens. And it's not, it puts so much weight into being, like, this one very specific type of girl who, like, yeah. good to, like, encourage being smart, but, and, like, they always try to teach you that being, like, the most popular isn't important, but at the end, they always end up being the most popular anyway, yep. once yep. they realize that. And no, it's once they become their true self. They're the most popular. Although she only wins prom queen in this because everyone feels bad for her because her boyfriend cheated on her on the day of prom. Well, technically, uh, the girl in Geek Charming only won Blossom Queen because everyone felt bad because of her dead mom. So really, all of these movies are all they're teaching us is that the way to win high school awards is to make everyone feel bad for you real close to the election. See, and I feel like that's not true at all because high schoolers are cruel and unforgiving. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Don't show weakness. Don't show weakness around the high schoolers. Yeah. (laughs) I just recently saw a TikTok of a high school girl who nearly got expelled from her school because she made a ranking list of whether or not every teacher in the high school could beat her in a fight. (laughs) <laughs> like yes, I could beat this teacher in a fight. To no, this teacher could beat me in a fight. 
middle. Like it would amazing. be amazing. Like I'm not messing with kids like that. I'm not no. doing seventeen year olds mm-hmm. are scary. Can we talk about how the police chief is the lieutenant's mom? Yes. But they look roughly the same age. Like, I think the police chief is probably older. Don't know. Tried to Google it. Couldn't find out. No. But I like. I think they're close enough in age that that doesn't make sense. She would have been the, the police chief. I just looked her. She's 48 now. So she would have been 43 when the movie came out five years ago. The police ago. chief or the lieutenant? The police chief. Oh, cool. I couldn't find it. Or No. The lieutenant. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. The lieutenant. So the the mom who she would you have yeah with three names something Alan whatever I just remember the Alan part. Yeah, and okay. The chief. Yeah. You can't find anything about her except I saw that she was in a movie in 1987. Where okay. She was at least 25 years old. Okay. So. Still, I mean. No, because, I mean, if 1987, she's 25, that means she would have yeah. been born in the early 60s. Yeah, I guess it's still, she, she would have been, like, 10. So, <laughs> that's not, like, lining up. Like, they just didn't, they either had to find someone, like, a good bit older, because, like, this woman looks like someone's mom already. Like, yeah, I don't know if they were trying to play her character younger and, like, try to play her off like she was in her early 30s, but she's Can definitely I- not. Can I tell you what I thought the plot twist at the end might have been? What? I thought the plot twist at the end might have been that the cop was this girl's actual mom. I thought that might, like, maybe it was going to happen, too, that, like, she ran away all those years Mm -hmm. ago. Yep. And then she came back to be a police officer, but, like, avoided her husband and child. Mm Mm-hmm. The whole thing with her mom was weird because it was just, like, my mom ran away. They just kept call. People kept calling her her mom too much. Yeah, like people kept saying, like, "Oh, you guys look like each other." Like I thought that was going to be a thing too. Yeah, and like at one point they're in the store. They're in a store. The store she steals the sunglasses from, mm-hmm. and the store employee says, "I have to say, it's just so nice to see a mother and daughter shopping together." And as somebody who used to work in retail, mm-hmm. I cannot imagine saying that to anybody for any reason. You know who says that to people? Old women who work in department stores. Yeah, you're so right. This person was like 20 years old, though. Right. Because like, and I know my mom's listening to this and she's going to laugh. The amount of times an old woman in Macy's like looked at my mom and I and was like, you guys don't even look like mother and daughter. You look like sisters. (laughs) And would like make comments like that. And then we'd be like, and my mom would be like, Oh, that's so nice. And I'd be like, I'm 16 years old, and that's kind of a time. <laughs> no offense, Mom, but I was 16. Um, so, so, like, I feel like, yeah, that it, it's not a normal thing that happens. I really think that, like, they lock Disney writers in, like, just a cement building and don't ever let them leave so they don't know how people actually interact with each other in the real world. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, can we also talk about how they named the car after Marlon Brando, as if kids are supposed to get that reference? No, no kid is getting that reference. The The mom says Marlon Brando is the m- most famous actor or something of her time or something. Not mom, you just called her the mom. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, everyone else does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Marlon Brando was like last a big name actor in like the 70s. They did that thing where they don't understand the difference between adults and kids again. Yeah. Where like, cause like, I feel like kids would, like I would have recognized that name, but I would have been like, he's not the most famous actor. But yeah. also I know if someone like, just for reference, like that woman is about the same age as my mom. And I don't know if mm-hmm. that's what my mom would have said about like, Brando. How many kids watching this Disney Channel original movie with their parents heard that reference and were like, ah, yes, Marlon Brando, uh, very good in The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved him in On the Waterfront. Are you reading things that he was in right now, or did you just... Oh, I know what Marlon Brando was in. Come on. Well, this whole time you've been looking at stuff and pretending like you know what I'm talking about, and you're like, no. oh, yeah, or Moreno. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I haven't doing that. But no, I know what... Uh, that Marlon Brando was in a streetcar named Desire. You keep looking at some screen that I can't. I don't have anything. I don't have anything in my hands. I'm in three <laughs> Marlon Brando movies. I'm not. No, we're we're fine. I I, just... I don't. I'm running out though. I don't. I don't know anymore off the top of my head. Oh wait, no. I I I loved Marlon Brando and Superman. And you Superman too. I'm I I'm no Marlon Br- Marlon Brando plays Jor El in Superman. Okay. And then he died before Superman 2, but they had paid him a lot. This is a true story. They had paid him a lot of money to be Jor-El in Superman. So they just used the same recordings for Superman 2. Amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Bad film, Superman 2. Oh, I thought you were going to say Bad Hair Day. Let's bring one thing back, though. This movie is really not that much about her hair. No, it's not at all about her hair. She puts a hat on, and that's, like, it for an hour. It could have just been called, like, Bad Day. It could have been called Bad Day. day. Bad (laughs) Day. Like, her hair was just one factor in what was a nightmare of a day because of reasons. Yeah, the thing that's going to have the longest effect is that she didn't get her driver's license. Yeah. Really? Especially because she apparently you can't book an appointment for the next eight months. Yeah. She could always just take it in Massachusetts. She should just take yeah, she should well, she's in Massachusetts, I think. Oh, there it so she got into MIT, her friends are going to state, but she's like Yeah, because I think at one point someone says something about whether you stay in Boston or I think this is meant to be in Boston. Well, then what does it matter if your friends That's what I'm saying. It's the same like, state. No, you're so limited. This, it's not that big of a state. Catch your nope. greyhound. Go see your friends on the weekends. Don't so, like, need to ca- Yeah. You, you the bus is probably. Yeah. Run a megabus. Or literally, if you live in Massachusetts, go to MIT. They have DMVs. They yeah. are just call just the go to it. Yes. Also, and this is important, uh, you don't have a car. Right. And when you do... I lived on a college campus. It's not cheap. Really yeah, you don't want to park that. No, especially on your freshman year. So especially like, in, where's MIT? Is it in Boston? I think it's in Boston. I think it's pretty darn close to Boston. Like Pretty darn close. Pretty darn close. I don't know. Cambridge. It's in I Cambridge. Pitt. I went to Pitt. I grew up 20 minutes south of Pitt. I don't know where things are in Massachusetts. One of my college roommates was from Massachusetts. 
My college oh. degree was from Massachusetts too. She was from Boston. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this. We have. So listening to this, it's fine. Do you wanna <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna do the recast thing with this? Because I have uh the perfect guy lined up for the uh evil British guy. Yeah, please. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston. Oh yeah, he'd be great. I like he'd him. He'd be terrific. Yeah, it was a great pick. Him or the guy from The Princess Bride? You know the guy from The Princess Bride? Which I don't know his name. The main guy. The Wesley. Guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I only say that because uh, he also plays a jewel thief in Psych. Mm. Basically the same character. No, I like Tom. I think Tom Hiddleston. Oh. Can I also point out the jewel thief at the very end uh, has a stun gun pulled on him as he's making his escape. And he just says, I'm just going to ignore this stun gun. And then he gets stunned by the stun gun. And he just like he t every time they talk to him, rather than continuing to escape, he like stops and turns around and he's like, yes. what did you say to me? And then he'll stand there for a couple of seconds. He he's an idiot. Yeah, he was just a very bad jewel thief. He's, he's the Mr. Magoo of Jewel Thieves. <laughs> he's an idiot. I think that the instead of having to use that horrific red wig that they used on the police officer, I think, did you say Amy Adams? I, yeah, I did say Amy Adams while we were watching. Yeah, I think I mean, she would, if you've seen Sharp Objects, like I feel like she could play like a, a character like Yeah, I think she would crush it. Yeah. Her, or if you want to go younger, if you really want to steer into the she's a younger cop kind of thing, Emma Stone. Yeah. I think Emma Stone would crush it if you don't want to, if you don't want Amy Adams. No, I think both of those would work. They're both Academy Award winners, so I really feel like they'd be up for the part. I think it would be funny if, if they did one of those to play the girl. Do you know the girl who she was in It to... She's in Sharp Objects. She Jessica plays Jessica Chastain. No, no, no. The girl who plays the younger version of Jessica Chastain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know her name, but I know who you, yeah, I know who you mean. I think it'd be funny if she played the girl because they actually look like they could be mom and daughter. So, Absolutely. Like, the whole movie they'd be like, "Oh, is this your mom?" and they'd be like, "No, this isn't my mom." <laughs> I feel like that would be a funny. And this is actually That would be a funny joke. Yeah, this is because she has played a younger version of Amy Adams and Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Basically every red-haired actress in Hollywood because she does look like a younger version of a lot of them. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, had she not gone off the rails? Yeah. I'm trying to find out that girl's name. It's she important was, we give it's important we give her the shout out. She really needs it. She was in a show. I feel so bad. It got canceled. It was on Netflix and they filmed it in Brownsville. Oh, really? It's actually I'm, I am not okay with this. Yeah, I always forget what it's called. And I'm, one time my sister and I were talking, and I was like, you know, the show with the red hair girl. I really wish you wouldn't do that right now. That's <laughs> not the name of that show. Her name's Sophia Lillis. Sophia Lillis, that's it. She was in that Nancy Drew movie that uh, nobody saw. Yeah. She's good, though. She's a good actress. Yeah. she's Yeah, she's doing well. Mm-hmm. All those it kids. All those it kids are doing well. You're right, mm -hmm. except that except Finn Wolfhard. Oh no! <laughs> I just irrationally don't like Finn Wolfhard. Also, this is completely like 
out of nowhere, but Finn Wolfhard would not grow up to look like Bill Hader. That's the one thing. No, it doesn't make any sense. The rest of them, they cast them very well. Finn Wolfhard to Bill Hader didn't make any sense. That's completely out of the blue, and we're going to go back to recasting this movie now. I just wanted to... No, it makes zero sense, and yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm not okay with it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) As a person who didn't see it chapter two, I'm not okay with it. Uh, who would you cast as... I, do we do the main character yet? Who? Do we do the main character yet? Did we do uh, Monica? Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, we did. We just talked about her. We just did. Okay, Literally, so... Just... <laughs> I, yeah, I, I know what we're doing. I'm paying attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would you cast as the dad? I'm going to throw this out there. Take mm-hmm. some time. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Mull it over. Okay. George Clooney. <laughs> no. <laughs> I told you to take some time. No. <laughs> Matt Damon. Stop suggesting that. We're just inserting Matt Damon into every one of these movies somewhere. I, I think Matt Damon's a terrific actor. We'd have to do someone that would make sense as that girl's dad. Um, I don't know. What are we going for? Are we going for, uh, that guy was a little bit heavy set. Yes. What's, um, oh, what is that guy's name? The, hang on. I gotta look up. I gotta look up a guy. John Goodman. Yeah, John Goodman would be a good one. Yeah, John Goodman. I'd cast John Goodman. I feel like he's creeping into the grandpa territory pretty soon. He definitely is. Maybe we could rewrite it and both her parents are dead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Two dead parents, she's living in a house by herself. How does she do it? No one knows. You get a chance to get John Goodman in your film. Mm -hmm. You rewrite the film. You kill off the father raised by your grandfather. Okay. Yeah, who is John Goodman. Okay, I like that. Who's still a nurse who works very hard and loves her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, he's still a nurse. John Goodman would be fine with that. He'll commit. He'll commit? Yeah. All right. Well, that is what we have. So do we have any final comments? I feel like we're rambling at this point. Yeah, we're definitely rambling at this point. Um, What should we rate this movie out of? I was thinking either... Jewel thieves or crispy pieces of hair? Crispy pieces of hair, I think. And yeah, that makes perfect sense. So how many crispy pieces of hair are you giving this film? I'm going to go, I'm going to give it a two. I'm giving it a two. That's exactly what I was going to give it. I was going to give it a two. Wow. Look at this, everybody. We liked one. We gave it (laughs) a two. Two crispy pieces of hair out of ten. Two crispy pieces of hair out of ten still don't watch it no it's bad it's really bad (laughs) but we're getting better maybe we're getting better don't get your hopes up what's next i don't actually know Uh, i think i have the list open somewhere just a reminder we're going from worst to best on Mm -hmm. vulture's list of disney channel original movies ranked and we're starting at the bottom the poof point 2001 
Yes, Taj Maori's parents, Benjamin Button themselves. Mm, this gets real weird. I re- this was yeah, this is this is in the period of time where I was seeing all of these. This this one gets real weird. It's it's going to get real uncomfortable. Just a heads up. Oh boy, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Okay. Well, see you next week. All right. Bye.